Hello there and welcome to another episode of Ruben's podcast. A show where I speak to people about their lives over the last decade and the lessons they've learned along the way. On today's show, I'm chatting with Arshishman Pradhan. I met Arshishman back in college in 2010. And even though he studied physics, he eventually found his way into the world of gaming. In today's conversation, he tells me about this journey, how he started out as a streamer and shoutcaster, and how he ended up working at gaming giants like Arena. He also shares his experiences of having worked in the industry and the stuff he's learned along the way. If you're new here, welcome to the show, and I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. We're on episode 44, and if you'd like to keep up, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Ruben's Podcast. You can also support the show by buying us a coffee. You can find the link in the show notes below. If that's too much, just leave us a review when you're done listening. You can review us on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Okay, with that, let's get into today's conversation. Cool, Arjishman. Cool. Thanks a ton for making time to do this, man. <laughs> How are you? Firstly, I'm not used to people calling me Arjishman from college, da. Like I was Pradhan. Dada oh, Pradhan! Yes, I yes. forgot that. <laughs> Pradhan! Yes. Fuck. Oh shit! But yes. have you been, man? I've been well. I've been great, actually. Like it's it's been fun. Like ever since college, I've dabbled in a lot of things here yeah. and there, and uh, somehow I've found myself with you. And I'm happy to be reconnecting. Like it's it's been so long. I don't know what Chuck is up to. I don't know what Lulu's up to. I I know what Leon is up to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like it's, it's it's great to be here. If I listen to the podcast, you you'll you'll know everybody what what they're up to. <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, but yeah, I was just telling Arjishman Pradhan before we started. Uh, this is probably the most pro audio video setup uh, anybody on the pod has heard. So probably Arjishman is going to sound much better than I do. Uh, but well, you're going to hear more of him, less me. Um, so that's okay. Mm. Uh, where in the world are you? You're in Delhi right now. I'm in Delhi right now. Back home, where it all started. And yeah. I want to get out. And but... <laughs> where were you before? Before Delhi. <laughs> After my masters, I went to Bangalore. Mm. Uh, from Bangalore, I went to Mumbai, and then uh, pandemic happened. So I'm back. Mm. I went, came back to Delhi like in like the January of 2021, and I've been here since. Got it. Uh, got it. Will be. most likely traveling back to mumbai once offices reopen but when that will be no clue okay so so your like your base is is mumbai mumbai for the time being got it got it and like i was i say i was in mumbai but i was technically in this place called ghansoli which is by any self respecting mumbaiers standards not mumbai as i've been reminded time and time again so i will post this clarification in case someone takes offense <laughs> so what <laughs> where is this place this is navi mumbai like this is on the outskirts of mumbai because see i was working at reliance at the time and i hate hmm. traveling hmm. so ghansoli is where their office is so i just took up residence close by because i was like nah fam like i i can't do traveling like nahi hoga boss got it this is a geo campus yes Hmm. Geo seems seems to be doing everything. Yeah, yeah, they but, do everything uh, and nothing at the same time. What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for people who have not been up to date, what Pradhan has been up to? So you kind enough to send me a voice note, a quick rundown um, mm-hmm. of what you've been up to over the last decade. So you studied physics in college. Yes. And after graduating, you took a gap year, and you yes. basically because you realized you you didn't like physics. I sucked um, at it. It's not. I didn't like physics. Physics didn't like me back. Like when did you figure out of, that that you that it sucked? Uh, it never. So it doesn't suck. Physics by no means sucks. I suck at it, right? Like there's a difference, huge difference. <laughs> And like like most of my you know relationships, this was yeah. also one sided. Mm. Like <laughs> I gave it everything with all my heart, and physics just said no. Like stone wall, straight key. No, go home. <laughs> so I went home for a year. And, and this is even then, through college, you knew you were never going to oh, go. Oh yeah, go to I. Stuff. You should have spoken to my professors. Who mupe bolte the? Tumse na ho paega. So, so yeah, like we went to a very brutal college in terms of faculty, and I appreciate that. Like 
being surrounded by geniuses in class mm-hmm. like you have to grow a thick skin because you can't get intimidated and it has helped like at work like like you think you're smart wait you should have seen my class <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so took a gap year so so you took a gap year and then you said to do a masters in genetics which doesn't seem to be simple a simple thing to do much simpler than physics dude much simpler than physics for me <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was the second instance in my life where the the relationship was mutual <laughs> where i like genetics and genetics liked me back in equal measure and i was like happy wow studying it for two years yeah and you completed it was, it your masters fun. yes okay so you got a masters in genetics um yes. and then you somehow decided that genetics isn't my thing but i'm going to get into gaming and yes. ever since you've been in the gaming industry true like so for me at that point it wasn't more, it wasn't so much so that genetics isn't my thing it was more like academia isn't my thing because you know after a masters it's phd then you yeah. shuttle around campuses doing postdocs till someone has pity on you and says okay come tenure track okay uh, so that life just wasn't for me like i mm. i think, mm. and because i was engaged in gaming throughout even like through my masters through my bachelor half of my bachelors um uh, as a freelancer i thought i'd give it a shot professionally and see where it would take me so so ever you ever since you finished masters you've been you've been working at startups you've been working at geo and now you work at amazon you worked at darina which are like yes. massive massive gaming companies uh, and we'll talk about maybe i'm very curious to know like i've never met somebody who works like in the gaming industry and now with you know crypto <laughs> and play to earn like gaming's like cool yes. all of a sudden no <laughs> i i wouldn't go that far like because see like the gaming space is a, is a very new space in terms of like the in the scope of traditional entertainment gaming entertainment is fairly new yeah uh, not playing games that's been around since what the 1980s hmm. uh, but it was always that you know that hobby that your parents looked down on and said kya game khelte rehte ho waste of time you know what yeah waste of time what will it get you and now i can say mom amazon like that's what it got me okay so all these degrees can go to hell like they, they got <laughs> loving love it it's so counterintuitive right like today yeah. I, i was talking to a friend the other day and i'm like i think we were talking about kids and i was like you know if i have kids i have no clue what i'm going to tell them to study because like what the fuck like what is going to ha- like look at what is happening today people in philippines and people who don't know this you should look up this thing called axie infinity um mm-hmm. it's whatever crypto gaming thing where people play games and they make tons of money and it's like a rave there and there are now like guilds and there are scholarships and there are like wow this is like a whole industry um yep. and just to think about 10 years ago people were telling us oh stop wasting your time what are you going to what are you going to do by playing computer games like what bullshit yep, advice yep. right you know so like i can't really blame my parents because or or any adults for that matter because this like i work with people who are working like who are my bosses who have said those exact same lines to their kids mm-hmm. and now they're running gaming verticals and they have no clue what they're doing because mm-hmm. they've always seen this as a waste of time and you know whatever you kind of neglect or don't give importance to and then you're suddenly expected to lead that vertical kya karoge yeah right they've never taken it seriously so then they look to us and then they're like acha aise hi hota this happens that happens oh oh okay okay and it's it's been a very difficult uh like journey in that regards especially and people are still struggling especially in the startup space when they have to go to vcs when they have to go to like investment firms and like ask for uh, you know series a series b and then they have to justify their business models yeah like people just don't understand it from, like especially in india like digital distribution uh, you know valuations from volume and all of these things they don't it's still very new for this for the entertainment Uh, industry most yeah. entertainment was is that now you make a movie release it oh it has sharukh khan it will sell here take money yeah right so it's like the new digital like the digitization of the country has really helped this grow into whatever it is today so i guess one should thank ambani ji for that so for all the free geo <laughs> right out, yeah, yes a, all the free it, geo it is pretty crazy all of a sudden gaming is a viable career and and more and more people are looking to get into it but yeah. i for those like interested i would say study a little bit more before not just about the industry but in general study hmm. because it it like 
while i may jokingly say physics genetics doesn't really help me in what i do daily but uh it does at like yeah. a, a lot of it translates especially the analytic side of things really does translates and helps you out in your day to day so 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 basically don't don't drop out of college but don't stop playing computer games yes you can do both <laughs> just like arjesh man did yes <laughs> <laughs> so i i think now it's become quite um, like mainstream i i won't really say mainstream but you know you have youtubers like you said people have a viable career but i think when you were finishing up your masters this was probably 2014 2015 or 16 maybe mm, yeah 16 yes and that for a time like i think geo also was just rolling out uh, yes. or maybe it was like one two years earlier so no way was gaming a normal thing to do so i'm curious like talk to me what was going through your mind at that point where i'm like yeah physics sucks like physics hates me i suck yeah <laughs> i suck at physics genetics mm, it's vibing but uh, i want to do this gaming thing so what were you thinking were you like i'm just going to go into a full time career like i don't even know if we knew there were careers possible in gaming like did did you know there were careers possible in gaming i i didn't so here's what happened i fought with my parents okay and mm-hmm. i just wanted to get out of the house okay. at the same time uh, there was this uh, so because i was streaming in my free time and that was going pretty well actually mm-hmm. uh, i was streaming on youtube and uh, we were making a decent chunk of change off of that but nothing that you could live off of like you you could sustain yourself living at home but i couldn't live at home anymore yeah and um, give me give me a sense on like how much like how much does one because that's something i also want to like you know mm-hmm. get from you like when you say like people are making careers like how much money can you actually make so when we mm-hmm. were streaming like how much money were mm-hmm. you making when just when so we back in 2016 we were making about 40k a month uh, this was a channel of middling size like, like very small channel 22 23000 subscribers Mm. uh and this was pre geo um mm. wow and just from donations and just from donations actually not even ad revenue because back then youtube didn't have any ad revenue for gaming content especially wow. live streams uh so you're making around 25 to 40000 a month wow that's like a person's salary man like yeah. a decent salary but, at a college uh true but like it's not something that you can like because we were two people right and mm. running the channel it's not something that you can technically live off of okay because once rent comes into the picture and you unfortunately to pursue a career in gaming internet and a high good internet connection is a prerequisite like uh, and a very good or if not at least back then a mid range pc hmm. all of which are like expensive to run and maintain and rent on top of that in a city with good internet it adds up and mm. you have to make certain sacrifices in that regards to uh, quote unquote pursue this line of work yeah which is live at home with your parents and listen to constant nagging so <laughs> so um what happened was i fought with my parents like really bad like it was a huge fight like earth ending shattering fight do you know what and triggered it yeah ki you are useless and i'm like ha who me useless kya kar loge so <laughs> and then my dad was like get out of the house i'm like okay and so my parents didn't know that while i was applying for like i sat for my gres in the meantime sat for my did uh, both subject and general gres did very well on them uh, was just awaiting responses from colleges for my phd but i couldn't at that time in my state of mind like stay at home a minute longer mm. so <clears throat> a few days back one of the like, so strong had reached out to me for with a job opportunity and they were like uh, come join us as a shoutcaster or a commentator first counter strike so these guys ran production and their own counter strike platform where people could come and play the game and i was like done i don't care what you pay me i will join you that was a mistake ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that was a mistake but one to backtrack what is the job of a shoutcaster what do you do so like how harsha bhogle talks about cricket when the match is being played uh, i would talk about counter strike when a professional game of counter strike was being played yes that is a thing that's a thing <laughs> that's a thing and it now it is a very lucrative thing if you're good at it okay were, were you good at like, it i was very good at it and it, it all came down it all came down to the time i spent in shake sock in college and all the streaming that i used to do like all that like like the improv exercises back in the day 
really do help you out as a as a caster or a commentator because you you have to be witty you have to be funny like at the drop of a hat like mm. uh and be very organic and and uh, you have to be uh there on the spot right mm. so th- these things really help me uh develop like i brought a lot as raw material as mm. a caster i still ha- like you still have to put in a lot of work a lot of us uh to become good at the commentating aspect of things because you have to learn to talk fast you have to learn to be very perceptive and and understand the game as to what's going to happen and then thread that narrative into a story and present it to the audience so that they can live the game's excitement through you so all that came with practice but the raw material was there mm. so these guys saw that and they were like join us and i was like i am there in one week i was in bangalore uh doing this while streaming in my free time uh like i would work from 9 am to 10 pm and then i would stream till 3 in the morning and then rinse and repeat and, yeah. <laughs> and this job you were you were just basically talking for 12 hours initially yes but then uh because see they didn't they interviewed me from a caster's perspective and it had no technical anything like all the technicalities were how 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 polished is your english uh, how good is your hindi and uh, how do you sound on a mic and can you string a sentence together hmm. and i'm like yes that is a very low bar but yes <laughs> <laughs> so after that so the devs were struggling with a matchmaking algorithm for the platform side of things and i told them hey they could try doing it this way hmm. it was a simple permutations problem and i told them ki do it this way they were like wait you're educated i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i yes. do have a degree in physics guys i do have two <laughs> like, <laughs> and in genetics both of which, yes both of which involve math and stats <laughs> yes <laughs> so then they were like acha he he's more useful to us doing other things then just talking into a mic so then i was um, i worked there for a year and a half as as a front end developer for during the day and also helped with their business development because it was a startup with 10 people and you had to wear multiple hats so you know yeah, this like correct. how how startup life is yeah. uh, and in the evenings i would still continue my production like uh, responsibilities and cast and this went on for a while mm-hmm. uh did you feel that and, you had made it that you were like in a in a gaming startup you were doing this day stuff and the night stuff you were away from home so yeah at that point i thought one out of three isn't bad i was away from home mm. but because like the work environment at at so strong at that time wasn't the best mm. uh, because we weren't getting paid because mm. startup oh. <laughs> so there have been weeks where i went on just one meal and i used to pay the rent from my streaming money because no salary and i would wow. live off conflicts like we've i've done like all of that has been done <laughs> and there's no way you were going back home oh no no absolutely not like ho gaya done i will go home when i am something <laughs> mm. so after that um after that phase like once i hadn't been paid in 3 months 3 uh, and a half months i was like i can't do this anymore yeah uh, because streaming i can make rent but i i like, i used to see like a box of conflicts and have like nightmares like <laughs> <laughs> i still can't have conflicts <laughs> it's been 4 years <laughs> but um uh, Yeah so then I dis- so I spoke to Jerry mm-hmm. and Jerry was also working in Bangalore at the time at QMath and he referred me to their uh, HR got it and and uh, I interviewed there and they wanted someone who could interface with marketing mm-hmm. their marketing teams because they didn't understand mathematics mm-hmm. um and and basically work on the interface of their curriculum team and their marketing team so i joined there as a content developer for qmath i worked there for almost a year hmm. but like and this is the thing qmath had the best work environment of any place i have worked at till date the people were amazing are still really very amazing like they're the like that bunch of people they were smart they were funny they were fun to be around 
and uh, you got paid on time <laughs> <laughs> the bar so low the bar... <laughs> yes <laughs> but that's and and they allowed me to like pursue my gaming interests like as a freelancer because there was no overlap like math and gaming like completely incongruous right you don't expect gamers to want to study and you don't expect people into you know academics wanting to play too much little do they know uh, but <laughs> but yeah i was casting in the evening and and working in the morning so it was again like these three years like so strong and q math were like the hustle period for me this is where i built my uh, credentials quote unquote as a gamer and as a professional Mm. getting the work ex from working different positions um getting to understand different verticals of you know of of the industry and then working in the industry as a freelancer so i was working 24/7 mm. um, like i would get 3 hours 4 hours of sleep and that's it no weekends no holidays just grind and then reliance happened mm. out of the blue Reliance so, so if, if, if you take a pause there, when you were uh-huh. moved from your gaming startup to this edtech company, were you mm-hmm. like, oh, like this gaming shit is not going to work out? Like, it's a, it's a, you know, false dream. Or were you like, yeah, mm-hmm. ye company me nahi chala, but ek aur hoga kahin pe. So, that's the thing, right? I was so because I was casting and streaming at the same time. Like. for me gaming has like playing video games or being involved with the industry as a front end uh, entity right like someone who's actively involved with the show mm. has never been as engaging like being a talent has never been very engaging for me got it um while i was surprisingly i was making more casting and streaming than i was from my day job but my day job was what engaged my faculties more mm. and it was at qmap that i realized that i don't want to do the front ending for gaming uh forever and by um, front ending you mean like like casting and playing games yes, streaming yourself yes exactly mm-hmm. like working as a talent like being okay. the talent uh, or the influencer mm-hmm. uh was i realized that it's not engaging and it's not engaging for me like i get bored and once i get bored of something i just like khatam like i i don't do it like it just no matter what potential there is i will just ask it to fuck right off <laughs> like and because my day job held my interest i knew that i wanted to get into the back end of the industry to business development into product management uh, and strategy and so once the reliance, that's why like when the reliance opportunity presented itself because it was mm. the perfect role for me it was a, an amalgamation of gaming but as a uh, business strategist mm-hmm. so i was like ye karna hai and and what was the job like what what were you supposed to do in the job uh so G, there's this thing the geo games is a, is an entity that r- right now they exist i think only on the geo phone offering uh, games and they've recently launched geo esports uh, as uh, like for tournaments and events uh for the mobile gaming audience mm-hmm. so my job at that time was to set up this whole esports from a strategy and product uh from a business and product strategy perspective like mm-hmm. what should reliance do uh to enter this market and do what reliance does and disrupt it mm-hmm. so for so that was the goal at uh, reliance but that's not how i joined i joined as a streamer evangelist that position doesn't exist okay because you can't like what do i evangelize do i go knock on doors saying like have you heard of our lord and savior total gaming like no you, you don't do that right <laughs> so that was a made up position but i'm like whatever works man like i just need my foot in the door yeah yeah because see see like so the reason uh, like reliance came into the the picture was because when i was looking to get out of so strong a lot of places i applied to were like you need more corporate experience or mm. you need an mba because in the indian job market at least back in 2017 and even now if you don't have an mba from a from a premier business school uh, you are illiterate 
<laughs> Does that still happen today? Do you still think it happens today? I don't think I know. Oh, like wow. I, even places like like I've heard that I am not qualified uh, at Geo, where I was working, by the way, <laughs> at Qualcomm, at uh, Samsung, like a bunch of companies that I've cleared interviews at. The I I refused to take the job because the final HR round, the HR rep said you are not qualified, and I'm like, "Dosti wow. bani rahe," and I walked away. <laughs> and that's so ironical, right? Like, what do you want to go get an MBA in gaming? Like, they, they just want an MBA from any premier business school, okay? And I'm like, "Bro, PPT to banana hai." वो आता है फ्री में साठ लाख रुपया क्यों खर्चू मैं रिलायंस Uh, you hmm. had a lot of good moments. You said you had a great boss uh, who really yes. sort of taught you. Um, but what, what was the most frustrating part of of working at at, at Reliance? The colleagues, hmm. and 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 the bosses. Reliance is a very like, for lack of a better term, a very like, and I don't mean it as like being classist or anything demeaning, but mm-hmm. it's a very lala company. Like, hmm. like, like lala the Hindi lala. Like you, you someone will sit there like sit, betha hai. Mm. and everything will happen as to what the set thinks not what the data says set ji ko laga ki ye theek hai to ye theek hai agar laga ki galat to no matter what you present what arguments data analyses doesn't matter nahi mujhe nahi lagta and that was what was very frustrating because and that's where i understood like the gap in like when people who've not been associated with video games are making decisions about a vertical that they know nothing about yeah um it becomes very challenging to and uh, to get the message across and see it was frustrating in uh, at the start and it was frustrating while i was there but once i left i understood what i took away from it as well like i have no regrets of working at relax mm-hmm. i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy but but there are good takeaways from that yes like one of them is obviously my Uh, my direct reporting manager like mr rajnikant dhuraje like i hold him in the highest regard like that man taught me a lot like about the world about the world of business and about uh, like just generally how to survive in, in the corporate ecosystem yeah so and that ecosystem is what was the most stifling and frustrating thing about working at uh, reliance hmm. and i think if if you speak to most people who leave reliance they leave because of mostly their boss or their boss's boss and the people they work with in general the atmosphere there is vicious hmm. and not from a competitive standpoint or um, anything apart from the fact that it's very petty hmm. like if you're doing good work uh, there'll be 10 people there to put you down not improve themselves but to like poke holes in your arguments or just bad mouth your character so no one will take your work seriously and i'm like wow. eh? how does that okay i guess i guess that's the thing but i got a good glimpse at the indian corporate culture uh, at reliance maybe it's a reliance corporate culture but my like my boss told me that no no this is all indian corporate culture yeah so <laughs> <laughs> you said you took away some positive stuff what was the good stuff you took yes. away from the reliance experience so the good stuff was patience and and how to deal with a recalcitrant audience like how to convince someone who doesn't want to be convinced mm. because they they're still moving ahead with documents and plans that i had made and they're moving ahead with that and um i guess someone somewhere got the memo yeah and saw the merit so that was it like if so for me i realized that if i wanted to retire at the age of 28 uh, reliance would have been the perfect place because you write a decent doc and then you forget about it like i used to play 16 hours of destiny 
during lockdown while working for reliance during the day and i still got paid <laughs> like at the end of the month no one cares <laughs> and very good retirement uh, like option but mm. at that point i was like no i need to like make something of myself do something put something out into the market and and see if what i have learned actually works in practice like the theory is all fine but can you yeah. put it into practice so that's yeah. when garina happened so you left you left alliance to join garina and yes. for people who don't know garina it's one of the world's biggest gaming companies they're a public company uh they are under the brand name called sea c and they're so big that they decided to launch an e-commerce company called shopee which is absolutely killing it here in southeast asia um yes. and yeah everybody like nobody even thinks about well competing with with shopee uh, because yeah garina makes too much of money <laughs> to to fund all the <laughs> discounts for shopee <laughs> so yeah so i mean that that's the that was the like interesting part i was like because see we've i've grown up playing games league of legends and garina is like uh, they were a server provider and then all of a sudden i'm like hey garina is hiring okay like let's just apply and and, and see what happens yeah so even this like the story to get into garina was like fun mm-hmm. i cleared their business development role position uh back in may and reliance flat out refused to let me go they were like so, play more games please <laughs> they were like no tum nahi ja rahe so they offered to buy me out they were like no uh, because we had a 3 month notice period at mm. uh, reliance and nothing i said or did they would agree because they did not want me want to let me go in a business development role and that's where it comes down to that whole atmosphere thingy right where they it's just petty yeah there was no need but whatever that didn't happen 6 months later uh there was a esports lead position like product lead position for esports i applied to that i thought it was for free fire uh like the game mm-hmm. but it turned out it was for the streaming platform i should have read the jd <laughs> but i wanted to get out like i was applying to everything by that point like yeah yeah like if there was a position open for business development i would apply <laughs> did not matter what company what field what, what industry no 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 apply yeah full tinder right swiping like. <laughs> <laughs> so um i got through and then reliance again no oh, three month notice period i'm like i have leads take them oh. all and and hr was like ha ha how many turns out 53 what like, i i hadn't taken a single day off in in two years as it turns oh, out and oh. even hr was like shit so then <laughs> that let me get out in a month okay and i joined <laughs> and uh, and yeah that started my garina journey in, and and what were you doing in garina so i was responsible for uh, like building their esports uh, portfolio for content Uh, on the streaming platform and that basically means like getting streamers to come and stream on garina's platform versus like a twitch or a youtube and things like that yes so not just streamers that was a different department for me it was more competitive gaming so get uh, companies that organize tournaments oh. to broadcast their events on buya on their streaming platform and Got set it. up a separate first party ip as well uh, which does competitive free fire or whatever title would eventually become mm. the top title on on their streaming platform which is called buya so it. that was the job and so i i started with building the framework for like grassroots like basically setting up an entire ecosystem so yeah. i looked at established sports uh, ips like like premier league or the bundesliga and yeah. what makes them so uh, popular right and correct the the thing is yes they have the biggest teams but what's the driving factor it's the fact that any one of these teams could be relegated and new people come in new teams come in every year um and there's always that flux and that excitement who will win who will get relegated and that's the overarching story 
over the entire year that develops and builds and mm. and then is finally decided at the end so i took that structure and applied it to the free fire ecosystem that they had and built something that was not being done in that entire space nice. uh, for their streaming platform and uh, it started off very strong mm-hmm. and uh, then free fire <laughs> saw what i was doing <laughs> and got pissed off and they were like these 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 teams will not be playing because of clashes so well, what does that mean so like they so the premier teams right basically any tournament you do or any event you do you want the best talent to be a part of that event like suppose you're doing uh you're doing a rap uh, concert right or or a gen- say you're doing a generic rap concert ideally the organizer would want an mnm uh you know uh, a kendrick lamar or you know a logic and all these popular guys along with these popular guys a snoop dog and an mnm to you know just be there as headliners yeah. to draw in the crowd yeah. so that was the idea like there's a mixture of semi professional and professional teams playing in this league so the semi professional teams would have to come up the ladder while at the top of the ladder the pro teams would be invited oh you just throw them in yeah just throw them in they'd got be invited it, because they have other tournaments to play they have a packed calendar so i didn't want to engage them throughout but the motivator for the semi pros and, and and the lower tier professional teams would be to test their skills against the best and for the best it would be pesa so everybody agreed it was going quite well actually like people were tuning in socials were popping off and it was fun initially but then uh, free fire was like you can't do this on this day you can't do this on that day you're clashing with our calendar and there's a lot of internal uh, bs which is expected and like a lot of my colleagues were like arre what is this ye was like i'm com- i'm coming from geo guys this is amateur kuch bhi nahi hai like i i'm surprised it took them this long <laughs> was, was my reaction so so, so so for people who are actually not very into um watching sort of competitive gaming uh, on a typical day uh, for one of the sort of events you were organizing how many people were watching mm-hmm. that that event so on a typical day we'd get so we started off with 1000 people watching peak concurrent and so peak concurrent would go around 1800 to 2000 with uh, an average watching of around 800 to 1000 that was where we started in jan of this year uh, by the time april rolled in uh, that same number had gone up to 25k watching peak and an average of 18000 wow uh, and this is live yeah. not even recorded this is live not recorded uh, wow. from a views perspective uh, we went from around 100k to 200k views to over 2 million per wow. and this was one match this was one 3 hour so there were yeah one group basically so six matches so like it's it's based around like because this is battle royale uh, like there's an rng element to the games inherently present in the game so to counter the uh, to counter rng jesus we do iterations basically okay you've like, lost me what, what, what is rng jesus so rng is like random number generator right okay uh, so in gaming terms we call him rng jesus because okay. it's up to god what will happen so uh, and we did this in math right like the only way to counter randomness is increases number of iterations i, I didn't learn that <laughs> you probably learned it <laughs> we didn't you do math in college no i did economics so i did a little bit of math oh i to hello <laughs> i probably forgot economics <laughs> but anyway there were there was some yeah. jesus random jesus kind of thing so yes. you all did matches which were six in a group and there were three hours and you'll mm-hmm. had 25000 people watching live and the views went up to almost 2 million for that for that season yes that's crazy yes. and and like yeah. in your time in garina how many of these did you organize so we this was weekly like this was happening wow. every week and we peaked at at 72k watching for one of the major events that we did for the year wow. with an average of over 60k viewers across the live stream So wow. that was the pinnacle of what we managed to achieve and that is nothing like youtube these numbers go up to millions wow so that was our benchmark but 
I was very happy that we went from a thousand to seventy six in the space of eight months. Yeah, that that felt good. Like, mm. like, huh? What what I learned at Reliance actually works in the real world, mm. and I was very happy working there up until I was. Uh, so our then product lead left, and uh, I was put into a more product centric role. which i welcome because that again that is my core competency esports honestly i was getting bored and i've already established what happens when i get bored mm-hmm. with doing something uh, because it's a one and done kind of thing once you found what format works right it's it's about uh, it's an ip it will go on it's a self sustaining model and that's how i built it out from the start like so that it doesn't require that much human intervention once it gets rolling so i had very little to do so i was put into the product space and that's when i realized that they don't care about what local teams have to say uh it's only what singapore says goes and they don't take local feedback um very seriously mm. which i felt is 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 will lead to the death of a product like you if you've been into the product space you'll see it yourself right amazon or 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 a youtube has different features for different regions yeah and and that differentiated experience is what users truly enjoy about their platforms because it allows them it feels like their voice is being heard and and the user experience is tailored to their habits rather than uh, the app forcing them to change their habits right yeah and that kind of localization is really helpful uh to reduce churn and and increase like consumer happiness and and stickiness onto the platform hmm. and they weren't taking our inputs and and were just doing random stuff on hmm. a streaming platform and that was leading to mass discontentment amongst all local teams uh but theek hai ab jo hai so hai you have to make the best of what you've got so i decided to join amazon <laughs> that was me making the best of this situation Yeah, there's a school term which says people vote with their feet. Um, so rather than shouting and making a big ruckus, you just vote with your feet and walk walk that way. Yeah, walk away. Got it. So so you came out to Amazon, but at Amazon you're doing something different, right? You're like doing content acquisition. Yes. Yes. But what is that? So this is one of those core old school entertainment business roles. Which is basically business development and entertainment. So you have to go around, talk to content houses, and acquire their content for your platform. Earlier, people used to do this for TV channels. So they'd go to a Yashraj Films or or a Walt Disney or a Warner Studios and get broadcast rights, basically for for the shows that these guys would produce. And obviously, every channel had their own first-party shows as well, and that has been translated to now what we see as Netflix, you know, exclusives, uh, Prime Video exclusives, along with uh, what the other library content that you see. Like you'll see a Sopranos on Netflix, or or say um, a Westworld on on HBO Plus, or actually on Hotstar in India. We don't have HBO uh, like Disney Plus or HBO in India, so. Hotstar has the rights for that, so this is what content acquisition managers do. Okay, so what are you buying? You're going to whom? Like who's making? You're going to shows. Yes. But gaming shows. So I don't know. I'm I'm going to creators. So say suppose suppose uh, AIB, right? They're mm. a content producer. Yes. So I go to AIB and I tell them that, okay, for my platform, give me your videos. Okay. and i will put them up, put them up on my platform and i'll pay you for it okay uh i'll pay you more if it's exclusive to my platform and i'll pay you a fixed rate based on the number of views or plays that you get uh for non exclusive content correct so and this content needs to be gaming related content yeah for my so that's what i'm looking after Understood. is gaming and tech so i have to go to uh, content creators in the gaming space uh and secure content for the platform uh, which is mini tv um it's india only right now mm. and uh, secure gaming content for the platform from them so that's broad strokes 
what i uh, what i'm doing basic and and what yeah. is gaming content like people playing computer games people reviewing keyboards yes. like what 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 is like yeah, yeah it, it's exactly that like if, okay. if you go on to youtube uh, people playing video games with their friends and having a good time people really enjoy watching that kind of content and if people enjoy watching it hey i'm a feature it on my platform because that's what we are selling we're selling entertainment and if people are finding something entertaining in a genre we're going to feature it on the platform so walk throughs like you know how to solve this puzzle how to get across this level um mechanics tutorials like how to jump from how to jump properly how to shoot properly if it's a if it's a first person shooter game um uh, you know movement tutorials and all that stuff wow. lots of videos are there uh, like in, in in this gaming space itself yeah. which it, it's so far it's growing so fast that even youtube is like what the hell ye kab yeah. hua and and everyone is like okay so okay so this is this is gold we should everyone wants a piece of it now yeah <laughs> yeah it's absolutely crazy and what's super fascinating is that gaming is so wide like people think oh you're in gaming but that doesn't mean much it's like hey you're in finance yeah. like there yes. are 50000 things you do in gaming um and the thing is growing so fast like for for people who sort of like don't pay attention to this space it still sounds a bit like woo but it's it's like it's it's absolutely as big as like you know stuff like think netflix plus ipl plus epl like you mash it all together and that's sort of what yep. is like brewing under the hood um, and even companies like twitch right twitch was think of it youtube only for gaming and then you have yes. discord which is like slack only for gamers like that's at least how they started off and they are massive so They're it's huge. absolutely crazy to see how what's happening in 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 gaming these days yeah and and like the whole thing is because like uh because gaming has been belittled so much like gamers have felt so ostracized by society right it's like how uh you know you're a basement dweller you're you're this you're that right. you're a nerd and all that like this has been a like at least for people my age it's been a lifetime of like hiding what you <laughs> what you do in your free time and now that you're getting the acceptance there's pushback like you only hang out in like so discord why is it popular because it was you know marketed as the voip app for gamers right they had a very gamer centric ui a very gamer friendly features things that you were familiar with uh, very reddit esque in their uh, you know uh, their forums and gamers flocked to it yeah and they beat out team speak which has been there forever in a very short period of time which was surprising no one saw that coming yeah and and then yeah twitch being acquired by amazon everyone getting into streaming streaming apps popping out left right and center you have loco you have buya you have router uh, you have youtube facebook gaming everything is happening in india uh, everyone wants this market because it is huge in terms of users and too many people free internet nothing to do nothing to do either play games or watch people <laughs> play games yeah like the the numbers are astounding like so this was released by tencent back in the day when pubg mobile wasn't banned hmm. um india accounted for 85% of their global viewership wow viewership viewership global viewership wow. uh, on youtube it was insane how many people were watching it i'm like that's crazy wow <laughs> So as you, as you look at the future of of gaming and say in India what what are you most excited about I am most excited about the fact that if you are a content creator right now starting out and you know what you are doing mm-hmm. you can be very successful in a short period of time that luck factor because when we then st- i started off on youtube with my friend we were just like just walking around in the dark throwing shit at the wall hoping something would stick we didn't know what the youtube algorithm was we didn't know uh what brands were in, would be interested in purchasing this kind of content or or advertising through this kind of content we didn't know what the audience wanted to watch but now because things are so data driven and people are looking at this indian market under a microscope everything you would want to know is a click away 
and youtube has has transitioned from becoming a very luck centric space for success to a very analytics driven space for success and if you play your cards right and you crunch the numbers properly you can become a very successful youtuber in under 2 years which was unheard of earlier it it it, it is transitioning more to skill uh, towards skill then a roll of the dice like oh if we get featured oh if we if i get a viral if we video, go viral yeah if we go viral no one is chasing that virality anymore you can create it because there's so much data uh, out there like yeah. you know exactly what thumbnails you should make you know exactly what titles you need to put what are the keywords what the youtube algorithm likes what should be the ideal video length uh, how to hook your audience in the first 5 seconds and then make the rest of your video all of this is just free information floating around in the cosmere like <laughs> just just there and i'm just like fuck yeah none of this born, existed born, like four, four years yeah ago. born four years too late <laughs> like too early like just four years and yeah you know could have been a proponent of the fire movement yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy but well i think you you are in it right now right like in the center of it mm-hmm. so that must feel pretty awesome i mean i am happy like professionally like and personally i'm very happy with what i do because and your brain home. is engaged uh, <laughs> yeah i want to leave <laughs> again <laughs> uh, but yeah, it has like like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so being home is is like it's very bitter sweet like the first one month is amazing and then mm-hmm. after that you're just like my cub niklu yaar but no you're saying professionally you 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 feel very engaged with this yes it, it, because the work i'm doing right now is like is really fun yeah. because i get to like play around with dashboards like go deep diving into csvs and just just look at data the whole day and then find connections that i know are there but you have to look for mm. uh, it's just a lot of fun like i'm i i i don't have to interact with that many people outside and, and just spend my time with numbers it's mm-hmm. fun nice and and, and are, are you still sort of casting no no i did that for a week uh before i joined amazon because i was vela and i didn't have and i go crazy without work and i was like screw it i'm i'm a cast so i reached out to a few of my you know uh, the connections that you make uh, over your career like people you know mm-hmm. who run tournaments i was like yeah, i'll cast for you like for free They're like for free i'm like yeah, yeah for free because i i can't ask for money yeah uh, i haven't done this for 3 years and i just like to you know see if i remember how to do it and mm-hmm. it was fun and uh, people are now like like oh are you back to casting like, no, 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 no. no 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 you're good at it right you should you should do it i do it with my friends on discord mm. <laughs> like when we play games i'm just like you just you know, when you shoot the shit with your friends but yeah. uh, professionally it's just it's just not that engaging mm. like it's just not not that fun like yeah. you're, you're saying the same things over and over again you're watching the same game over and over again and at some point you're just like fucking end it <laughs> <laughs> chuck it yeah that's super fascinating man and sort of you look back for all of these years i i usually ask a lot of people two big questions um the first one being um what shifts in belief have you had uh, over these last 10 years and by shifts in belief i mean something you believe very strongly say when you were in college uh, but now mm-hmm. you've taken like a 180 degree switch on that belief is there something so, which comes to mind there was there is actually so up until i joined amazon i was i i always believed is that if you're meritorious you will you know move up the ladder in your career and you'll progress and and it was i was the more what you know and not whom you know or what degrees you have that was my mindset stepping into work i was disabused of that very quickly like it's about so i was i was just like oh here it's more of whom you know and if you have that mba or if you have that business analytics degree uh like you need a piece of paper to tell hr that you know i know what i'm talking about it's a very um, like people argue more from authority than 
from being well informed hmm. and that was what i went into uh, my professional career thinking the exact opposite realized that that is what was happening and i was like oh screw it i need to build a network i need to you know brown nose more and 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 become a yes man if i want to succeed but i found it very difficult to do like everywhere i have gone up until now and honestly i haven't been that long at amazon so i can't really speak to how the culture is here but the initial signs are very promising uh, in terms of not being what like uh, you know not being a pro yes man uh, mm. environment but up until now everywhere it's just been if you don't agree with the boss you're screwed Mm. and that is something that i didn't believe was this rampant when i started uh, mm. working and when i see it now it just it irks me but again hey it is what it is and that is why i move around so much because i i can't stand it after a certain yeah. point yeah. so that is one thing that that i has like i've opened my eyes to as being a very harsh reality of the work culture here in india yeah it's unfortunate but yeah i i i think i it is quite true at least at least in like more large organizations um mm. but no i really like the point you said around it's less um it matters less what you know but who you know in not that negative mm. a light um i realized like you know just like like relationships and the network you build is so much more important than um yeah like what you study and what you, even what kind of experience you have um mm-hmm. yeah unfortunately i think like yeah that was never never something which at least i give any importance to because i was like you know exactly. if i do my shit i'll figure it yeah. out but now i've realized that yeah you you rather know people um then and not in a bad way like like you don't have to like you don't have to pull rank but if you don't have a network you don't have relationships like you're not going to move pretty far and i think that's why in at least in india uh, because historically we are a very people centric community right uh, and we set a lot of store by what other people think about us and how they perceive us and that determines how they treat you so this network becomes very important and that is one of the primary uh, benefits of doing an mba from a premier business institute right you build that network uh, very early in your career if you're if you just if you go like you do your bachelors or your btech and then you work for one or two years then you go to your iims and you build that network from where you start your career and that's why you're valued so like so highly because you're you're graduating with tomorrow's leaders essentially and today's leaders are your alumni so you have that uh, working for you and which is why i think they are so valued in, in the job market um but yeah some some of us don't have that and <laughs> and we build that over the course of some grueling years as you look back archishman what what are two pieces of advice you have for 19 year old pradhan uh, so 19 year old right well pradhan who is huh. in college graduating in college uh, get over her <laughs> and focus more on what the fuck you're supposed to be focusing on <laughs> what does the second one mean as like um like study more man mm. like like don't get overwhelmed by your peers because that was something that was really like i realized later on in life that i was very intimidated by my peers especially my class and yeah. i let that get to me and instead of bettering myself um i just went down a rabbit hole of self doubt and uh just got worse and worse mm. so work on myself more and focus on um what i'm doing rather than what is not working for me mm. that would be my advice to 19 year old me and the other would be to get over it could <laughs> really good piece of advice what to wisdom yes 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 but well anyone think... who knew me in college would know what i'm talking about <laughs> but well i must say like i i think i think a decade down the line um you seem to be really enjoying what you're doing and yeah maybe if you were slightly better in physics you wouldn't be here uh, and i think it's a great place to be 
I mean, see, so that is another thing that I've realized that I don't do is I don't consider what ifs that much. Like I don't spend time thinking about what would have happened if I, you know, had done this instead of that. Doesn't matter. You didn't do it. Make the most of what you've got. Is is how I've kind of transitioned because I've bounced so much in my life. I've been like focus on the here and now and prepare for what's coming. Don't don't think too much about. Uh, the roads not taken basically nice most gamers <laughs> i know are very rich right now because they bought bitcoin at like 1 dollar are you one of them no man i never understood <laughs> crypto dude i'm so stupid like if only and like inspire ka paisa that i did you know you got in college and all those scholarships if i had just put all of that in bitcoin back then at 200 rupees a bitcoin today to uff <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy and, and I, i was talking to i think louis the other day and i was like we were supposed to be economic students and this was like a new monetary system being built while you were in class and we had zero clue about it so it, it is quite sad but anyway uh, i think i think since you are in gaming there's there's no i i think like breaking away crypto and gaming uh, i think it's just oh, no. one big game they call it the metaverse <laughs> so no, and now like uh, like reddit is trying to make karma into a crypto yeah. uh is so many gaming nfts like there's a video a very iconic video from gaming called oh baby a triple uh, like like there's this one game like in call of duty modern warfare where someone uh gets a triple kill with one bullet okay. kills three people and then goes exclaiming oh baby a triple Mm-hmm. that is like an iconic meme that guy is selling that video as an nft oh wow yeah and i don't understand what that is like i'm old i feel like a boomer like yeah i don't know what this is what is crypto yeah. and and the crazy part is if if people listening you guys aren't into games you're going to find it even harder to understand what's going to happen in like just the the crypto and especially the nft world because i think gamers really understand things like you know things you collect in game assets and in game yes. you know upgrades you care a lot about your your digital identity right you know how do you look to other gamers and what do you think these nft crypto punks are it's basically how you look to other people on the internet so so i think gamers are just like naturally inclined to adopt um and and at least understand what's going to be happening so so i'm very bullish i wish i paid more attention to playing games i was i was decent <laughs> at them but then i i just study for 10 channel boards <laughs> yeah i mean like that's the thing right i start so there's i started gaming like uh properly as they say like very late like i got my my first pc was i built it in 2014 oh so, built it yeah like i basically you it's legos it's, it's nerd legos oh please if you're legos. building your own pc that means you're like legit <laughs> no but it's legos everything comes in boxes and you just put them like stick them into the motherboard the alternative <laughs> as plebs like us buying macbooks well literally you don't have to put even a screw in <laughs> to get it to run <laughs> but that, those new macbooks are insanely good yeah they are pretty <laughs> good yeah. anyway <laughs> i know we are at the hour um <laughs> at the end of every of these conversations i ask my guest if they have a question for me so atishman what question do you have for me how is it working in in fintech right now because it's mm. it's like it's it's it is the rage everyone wants yeah. to do something in fintech yeah so what's it like working in that space yeah it is it is quite exciting um i think fintech i i, I think i've been dabbling around with it for like the last maybe 2 3 years now um i think it's very very exciting because i feel like every company will eventually be like some version of a fintech company um mm-hmm. whether it be you know like wallets or loans or cards or just like i i think even the way we're thinking about money and india is a good example right there's so much of content around personal finance and you know investing and um yeah i think in general people are just getting much more aware about money and um yeah it's in a very exciting industry but the flip i would say is um like working in payments has sort of um highlighted to me how like fast or how important this move to crypto is going to be because mm. it is ridiculous 
to think about how <laughs> our current payment infrastructure works. 10 years from now, the world is going to be so, so different. Like, we will recognize it. <laughs> like, our versions of today, I won't recognize it. Like, we'll be our parents who tell our kids, like, oh, don't game. Paisa mat dekho. Paisa mat dekho. It's going to be absolutely crazy. I think I say that about my industry quite often. Like, I can't recognize it from what it was half a decade back even. Like, it's grown so much. And I can only imagine how the financial sector is going to, like, evolve. Yeah. Uh, especially post-2008-9, what happened. Correct. Absolutely. And yeah. especially now, even post-pandemic, there's this big move towards non-cash. Um, mm. And I think once cash goes away, then you suddenly are like purely fintech, right? Then you're like, okay, like, I think pers- like people start perceiving also that, okay, my money is, what I care about is my account balance on a screen, not how much money I have mm. in my wallet. And then, yeah. you know, that wall- balance on your screen can exist on a app, which looks like your bank app, but can also exist, which looks like a game app, right? Um, yeah. Or on like a fucking trading platform. So it, it is, it's quite fascinating. Uh, I think, the, the world of financial services is going to change. Uh, a lot, lot is already happening, but um, yeah, like the, the biggest pain in the sector are the banks. No, no, no points for guessing. Mm-hmm. I think India is relatively <laughs> better, but yeah, most other countries are just like yeah. horribly slow. Like, I, I wish someone had a managed mutual fund for crypto to that. Like, you jump know, there, on there, that. There are actually places you can buy. Um, oh, like almost like where? Index, index funds. Index funds, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want, I want someone to take care of that. And just here, take check. (laughs) Because it's honestly, it's so much work. Oh, today's Zill went up, Sand went down, Cake is like, like, cool. I think we are up on the hour. Uh, Pradhan, thanks a ton for doing this, man. It was super, super fun. And yeah, I think the biggest for me takeaway was like, like I I don't know people who work in gaming. And I think this has been so (laughs) eye-opening to see like how exciting this world is. Um, And yeah, just to sort of catch up with you after so long. Yeah, man, like, Dude, I like I miss Mookie's dude. Like that was that was the shit. Like, that was where everything fun happened, not Anga. Mookie's. <laughs> Chuck's room, dude. It was so much fun. Yeah. Awesome. With that, I think let's wrap this up. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. If you've been enjoying these conversations, please leave us a review. You can review us on Apple Podcast or any of your podcast players. If on Spotify, just go follow us. If you've enjoyed this ad-free experience, it's because we don't have any sponsors. But if you'd like to support the show, you can now buy us a coffee. You can find the link in the show notes below. I upload new episodes every Saturday, not Friday, and I'll see you in the next one.